Welcome to a brand new episode of the Content Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Whitney. Today's conversation is around podcasting as a content creation strategy. I've had quite a few people reach out in recent weeks asking about starting a podcast, what's involved in the process, any tips, is it worth it? And I want to unpack all of that Having some experience now, been in the trenches, I think this will show up in your feed as episode 25. We've recorded 28. We took three out of the library because it wasn't really a fit for when we niche down. So they're off. So showing up for roughly six months now, recording consistently. Is it worth it? When you should do it, when you shouldn't do it and what it looks like as the journey progresses. And I want to kick off with the negative side of podcasting first and we'll finish on the positive because I feel like that's momentum and if you're listening to this you're familiar with podcasts you understand the dynamics there's a relationship being built between yourself and me right now you're tuning in and if you're getting value you'll you'll stay you'll keep listening you'll discover other episodes if it's not of interest you might skip this one listen to another one and so forth But on the positive front, that is something that it achieves. People come and get a long-form content session with you on your subject matter of expertise. So that's super powerful. So what's the negative side of that? Well, you have to show up. Committing to a podcast, I shared the stats on recent episodes, 90% of shows don't get to episode four. They quit after episode three. So it just shows the reality of going down this this path. So you're automatically in the top 10% by getting to episode four. Then a further 90% do not get past episode 20. So automatically, once you hit episode 21, you're in that top 1%. And that shows how hard it is for the average person or 99% of people just to stick at the podcast. And... Early on, what you'll find is you announce your podcast to your network, your friends. You'll get pretty good uptake on the first couple of episodes. People are curious. They want to tune in and hear what you're doing. Episodes three and four are when it tends to taper down. The hype of launching the podcast has disappeared and you don't see many downloads and you don't get a lot of data or positive feedback at that stage unless you've already done the work to build audiences across social media that and a database that could could tune in. And that's where that's why I think people quit because that's when it can get a little bit discouraging. What I can say though is by the time I got to around episode 15, there started to be what I call a lot of legacy downloads. So this is people that are discovering the podcast across the different listening platforms. They find an episode that's of interest to them. They scroll through your library and they see other episodes. They start listening to multiple episodes. And all of a sudden, you might only get, let's say, 10 or 15 downloads on the episode that's been released in the first 24 hours. But you might get 50 or 100 downloads of other episodes that you've got in your series. So even if you don't produce a show one week, if you've got a podcast that you've been doing and you've got multiple episodes up there, you'll get consistent compounding downloads every single week from people going back through the library of early episodes. Now, that's encouraging when you know that if you stay at this for a while and you get enough content out there, even if you miss a week or have a week off, you'll continue to have people tuning in and listening. And I think that's really important to mention. I'm really noticing that now. We're uh, just cruising uh, past that quarter 
of a century in terms of uh, episodes that are available. And most of the downloads come from other episodes, not the current episode being released every single week. And it's starting to feel really good. Those numbers keep growing and growing and growing, which means a few things. One, that people that are tuning in are getting a level of value, which certainly helps you when it comes to, to showing up. But people are also choosing to go and listen to the various topics. Now, you're starting, there's a lot of moving parts and variables to understand, which again is probably why a lot of people don't press play with the podcast. You need to, one, be able to record it, number two, distribute it, and then number three, if you want to promote it, market it. So the tools that I use, I've shared previously, but I'll put them in the show description. So I generally just record with a webcam on my Mac, gives me a lot of flexibility. It's not high quality video. Anyone that's tuning in on YouTube will tell you that. We're not at that stage yet. I use a Rode microphone that I purchased on Amazon for the the sound control. It gets recorded onto Camtasia, which is a video editing recording software that allows myself to extract the audio, which can go onto the non-video listening platforms. That audio goes onto, I think it's called Buzzsprout. Again, that'll be in the description. And what that does is it allows me to upload the audio, write an episode description and a title, put in any resources, and that'll distribute it across Spotify, Apple, several other listening platforms from a single upload. So it's the hosting service and that that covers the distribution side. So there's not a lot to the production at where I'm at in this stage in the journey. I think that's the best way to start. Keep it really simple. If you feel like you need to have expensive gear and equipment. I mean, if you can get it and start there, it certainly helps, but you want to create a system where you show up and get better. And podcasting is a form of presenting. When you start off, you might not be natural in having these conversations in in fronting up and talking for an extended period of time. You'll develop that craft every single episode that you hit record. And I think that's really important to mention. You'll listen back to earlier episodes and maybe even cringe, but feel much better about the way you're delivering and your style. Now, and if you've been tuning in since the start to this podcast, you know it's evolved. It's niched down. We've gone into a much narrower field of conversation than when we started, and that was all through showing up each week and talking into the microphone and finding a voice, which might happen to you too, which is why it's okay to probably start with a broader topic and find out where you land as you progress, as you start recording more in episodes. And a great way to make it easier and, and fun is to have guests on. We've got three episodes, I think, that have guests and we plan to do some more in the future. It's a bit more challenging with where the businesses are at at the moment to organize the, the guests and the logistics of that. But we'll certainly make space and room uh, when we find specialists in, in different social media platforms, different content styles to come on and, and add value to you. So what I'd encourage you to do is if you want to go down the path of doing a podcast is just start and be okay with not being that great and be grateful in that process that unless you do have an extensive following, not too many people will will tune in in the beginning. So you get to build your muscle, get better and also makes you better at your niche and your subject matter because you have to research, you have to learn, stay on top of your game, talk about it and teaching and sharing is one of the greatest ways to get better at your particular skill set and for me getting the opportunity to front up every week make sure that I stay on my game 
with our companies, with our businesses and, and our specialization. And I feel like it'll do the same for you. Now, if you're a personal brand or you're going down the thought leadership path of you're in a very niche type of business, a podcasting can be a great strategy to build yourself up inside that industry or in that sector. And that's some of the upside. You can invest the time. It might take three, six, 12 months to start getting a little bit of traction, as I said, with people finding the show, accessing episodes. But if you're in a space that isn't overly competitive and you're one of the few people doing podcasts, all of a sudden you're going to stand out. And I've noticed just myself through showing up and doing this, lots of people reach out now. There'd be a handful of people every single week that have reached out through finding the podcast or just in my network that are listening and tuning in. And that's when you go, okay, it's starting to have an impact. And that's encouraging. So I think if you, the more specialized you are, the bigger impact it will have in a personal brand and business sense because the content that you're sharing is probably going to be more valuable and more helpful to the audience. You might not get as big in terms of the size of your listener base than if you go into sort of general entertainment areas. But from an audience that can turn into potential business opportunities and so forth, that's where it can be very powerful. Now, I think the hat you have to wear if you're going to go and start a podcast is that marathon mentality. You know, there are going to be weeks where you don't want to do it and you don't want to show up and it's okay to have a week off. But understand that if you can get on the platform, hit record and do it consistently for at least the next 12 months and commit to that, it's a really good starting place. And I think you'll get enough positive reinforcement from that period of time. I've got enough positive reinforcement now six months in to feel really bullish about continuing to push with the podcast that it'll be a habit and you'll do it without thinking. It's automatic to an extent to do the podcast episodes now. It's just in my calendar. I don't have a set day or time that I do it during the week. It's just on the list. And when I'm feeling inspired or I've got the creative space or I've got something that's pressing to share that's flowing very naturally, that's typically when I'll just go over to my computer, plug in my microphone, hit record and start producing the episode. Some I go into detail and prepare notes. So I'll break down different sections of the episode. Some are more impromptu where I just see what pours out when I start speaking. And I love both versions where it's very curated and crafted to the more freestyle version. So I'd give yourself a lot of flexibility Allow yourself to show up, not be great, and to get better as you go. Be okay with starting broad and finding a voice and getting more specific as you grow. Be okay with leveraging of having guests or people to bounce with in the beginning if you feel like that'll help your style. But know that just by being consistent, a lot of people are going to pay attention to that. One thing that I've observed through posting running as an example on my stories for four years and just showing up and keep doing podcasts and content that gets noticed even if the the content isn't being consumed specifically people just see you and see that frequency that gives them a level of trust and belief in you that hey this person follows through they're not just a talker they 
take action, they put things into place. And that's very valuable in the business world, in the personal brand world. And like I said earlier with the stats, it puts you in the top 1% just by staying the course and not quitting, puts you in the upper echelon of any category, of any industry. It's just staying the course in an instant gratification society where most people are going to pull the pin if it doesn't rain and show these incredible results in, in the first little while. So just stay the course. Now, here's the epic side to podcasting that has a massive impact on your overall content strategy. If you're showing up and recording a long-form video, you have that for YouTube, which is a search engine. So you can get organic traffic onto your long-form content through that platform into perpetuity as long as it ranks highly and people can find it. So you're ticking some SEO boxes and it can also show up in Google searches. You've got your audio in long form going out across all the different podcasting platforms. So you've got this epic library of long form content where people can, as I mentioned at the start, build a relationship with you. They can hear your voice, they can get value. And when there's that value exchange, there's a massive trust transference and there's admiration. You're going to have fans and cheerleaders out there in the marketplace, which is very powerful if you've got a business component to your life or it's something that you might like to layer in down the track. You've got the footage if you're filming the video version and you can repurpose that. All the other styles of content that we've been talking about in recent episodes, short form, cut 30, 60 second clips. You've got reels for your Instagram, for Facebook, for TikToks. You've got them for stories. You can take them over to rev.com, get auto transcribed into text, get them edited into written content, head over to canva.com, create some on-brand visuals to go with those posts. So you can get all forms of content by showing up. Even if you did a podcast once a month, and here's the great thing, you choose the frequency. You don't have to do it every single week. If you feel like that's too overwhelming or biting off more than you can chew, do it fortnightly, do it monthly, but just create a level of consistency that you feel you can commit to. Even doing it once a month, you can probably extract an entire month's worth of other social media content from that episode. And you don't have to do it yourself. You can engage an editor to cut the clips, add the captions. You can use software to schedule all the posts out in advance. So if you just show up and hit record, your part of the process can be done. And if you invest in some team and resources and technology, you can cover all your other social media bases. So there's so much upside to this as a strategy. And I think if you are planning on building a personal brand and you want to have an impact, there's no better platform then a podcast, you could, another style of doing the content is interviewing every single month and going through some trending topics. And if you, again, I've mentioned this in other episodes, but if you're looking for content ideas for your niche, you've got Google Trends, where you can take a keyword. So I could take content marketing, put it into Google Trends, see what's trending. I can head over to the Google Keyword Planner, put in content marketing again and see what people are searching for online in regards to content marketing. I can type it into the YouTube search bar. It's going to show me suggested searches that people are looking for with content marketing. I can head over to vidIQ, which is an incredible 
piece of software for finding video content ideas specifically for YouTube. I can put in content marketing there. It's going to give me what is low competition and highly searched terms that people are looking for for video content. I can head over to ChatGPT and ask it for 20 podcast episode ideas on content marketing. So if you're ever struggling to come up with ideas for an episode, there's so many tools to help with that. You can also just open up the news, see what's going on in the world and see if anything ties back or directly relates to your subject matter of expertise or you can tie it back to that. So there's no shortage of ways to come up with ideas. But as I said, if you're going to build a personal brand, it's a great platform to consistently show up to. Get all your formats of content, long form to go across all these different channels. And I discovered recently that it goes on Audible. If you set it up with Amazon on Buzzsprout, your podcast will be findable on Audible, which is awesome. Uh, so you get all this great distribution, but then you've got all that short form content to break down from the episodes to cover all the other social media channels that you're building your personal brand on, plus people seeing you consistently showing up, consistently doing a podcast, getting better, owning your craft, people will notice and pay attention. There are people that have reached out to me that I look up to since starting this podcast, asking about podcasting, asking about what we do. Uh, It's opened up some business doors. So I can say six months in that it's definitely been worth it. And it's still very simple. As I said, it's just a webcam, a microphone, hit record, extract the audio from Camtasia and then repurpose it and upload it across the the different channels. So my invitation would be if you want to add value, if you enjoy teaching, if you enjoyed speaking, if you want to hone your craft, uh, if you're good at being consistent or you're prepared to be consistent and you want to have content that can be repurposed across so many other channels, then podcasting is a great step. And again, just choose that frequency that works for you, whether it's fortnightly, once a month or weekly, and that'll make your life super easy. If you've got any questions about podcasting, about the equipment, starting one, where to go, some ideas that you're thinking about, don't hesitate to reach out. There's my socials in the show notes and you can make contact. I'm always willing to help and share wherever I can. If this is your first time tuning in or you're not following the show yet on the platform you're listening on, make sure you do that. And if you can leave a review and a positive one, a five-star review, it'll help more people find the show as well. 